Soccer Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Oh. Fest. My fake German. Ukentuber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another reason to get drunk as fuck. It is October. The uh, the month that both Matt and I love. Hell yeah, man. Horror month and I mean give us another reason to get drunk. Why not? Two great beer. things in one month. Now you went to an Oktoberfest celebration in Albany? Yeah, man. This weekend I went to Oktoberfest in Albany. They closed down an area um, right down by Pearl Street. Okay. I think it's technically Broadway, but it's in the city, and uh, there's a couple good bars that take place in this. Um, a lot of good food. They just close off the whole room. A lot of sausage. Isn't? Uh, yeah, there was worst. There was worst. There was uh, German beer nuts. You know, okay. You just wanted to get your nuts, you know, fill on nuts. <laughs> You know, a lot of good beers. I was uh, chilling down on a spot in Lager. Beer Garden is a uh, local joint that's down in that area, and they're a German-based bar that plays a lot of oh, soccer cool. games and shit. So they have they always have a lot of German beers on tap, and that's why I think they do the uh, the headlining of um, Oktoberfest. Makes sense. They should be the ones yeah, responsible for it. Fucking semi truck tractor trailer with just taps with fucking hundreds <laughs> of kegs in the back. It was insane. That's how you got to do it. I always wonder, like even looking at like the pictures from the Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany, that we we covered a story where they like pumped beer through a pipe or something because they needed to be able to yeah get that the much beer, beer there. Yeah, cut down on um, the whole changing kegs out and shit. And that was the whole idea. That, time. Which I can understand. They were changing kegs left and right. Uh, they all, dude, they also had, like, pickleback shots. They had the boot. They had a chug challenge where you could go as a single male, single female, or, like, a group and uh, okay. do the chug challenge. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> little, you got you won stuff. You won it. Yeah, dude, it was the legit boot. Das People boot. were going crazy with it. That's funny. I, uh, I didn't get to go to any Oktoberfest celebrations out here, but uh, my dad was telling me he went to one in Poughkeepsie where they had, like, live music and uh some kielbasa corn dogs Ooh, that sounds nice yeah i kind of want to try one that. of those i was a little jealous i'd fuck with the kielbasa fucking corn dog hell yeah i and you know i, I with you talking about oktoberfest my father talking about oktoberfest I, I started looking into a little bit of the history of like oktoberfest itself it like we were talking before you know it started out with like a a marriage festival sort of celebration where they invited all the townsfolk and kind of grew from there but I kind of want to go to Germany and check out Oktoberfest. This shit looks crazy. It's all kinds of tents with beer and food, different types of uh, German fare. You've got, like, ox and duck. You know, I love eating duck. Uh, I, I still don't fuck with duck. Ooh, it's my favorite. It's my fucking... Uh, <sighs> I don't know, something spot. about eating a duck. I, want to I heard it's a lot more duck. oily, too. Yeah, it's greasier. It tastes, it tastes a little more gamey, but I don't know. I like it. It's pretty tasty. But duck beer, some sausage out there. Ooh, that, that'd be pretty oh, good. Yeah. 
We might have to add that to our list of places to take American Slacker. Hell yeah, fucking do a live episode right there in Munich. That'd be a lot of fucking fun. Wasted. Well, for now, welcome to American Slacker. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And it's also October, finally, so we're going to be bringing you some October-themed episodes this month. We're Hell big yeah. on Halloween. We like, we like to extend it throughout the entire month. I know. I'm glad that Halloween falls at the very end of the month. Otherwise, Thanksgiving would be encroaching its way into October. Yep. Yeah, as every holiday does bleed into the month before. Yeah. More and more. I'm seeing Christmas shit everywhere already. I'm like, God damn it. Jeez. Way too early. Way too Way early. Too early. Yeah. So, as always, yeah. at, at the top of the show, we want to thank our most helpful Patreon supporters. And we got to give them some shout-outs. Our first one goes out to our good friend of the show, Dave Gunn. Love you, buddy. Thank you for the support and always the feedback. You're our number one fan. And we also got to give a shout-out to the boys over at Crime Roulette. We got Kyle, Noel, Bradford, Mike. They got a bunch of people filling in now. So it goes out to the entire show. Those guys are uh, really good friends of ours through the pod world. Yeah, they do awesome work. Be sure to check them out. And our very last shout-out is going out to Aaron W. of the Yes and I Am podcast. Another really funny show. If you like people doing impressions of celebrities and making shit up about them, you'll love this show. It's Can pretty funny. On there. Yeah, so, Matt, what do we got coming up for uh, today's show? All right, we're going to start out in delivering the bizarre news, and then we're going to end it. We're changing it up. We're going with a scary clip. We're going to keep it up with this October horror theme. We got a good one for you. I like it. Then we're going to dive into some movie suggestions where Jesse has brought you a cult classic, The Thing. And I am bringing Willow Creek, which is a uh, Bigfoot movie, but wait till you talk about it. Don't write it off yet, all right? Oh, we only bring good ones. Yeah, hell yeah, right? We try anyway. We're going to close it out with a new take on the Wheel of Weird, and we're calling this the Wheel of Death. Sounds like a lot of fun, a lot of creepy October scariness. But as always, we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. And this time we're talking about Fido, and you may have just heard my cat running by, <laughs> and it kind of kind of fits in with the subject i guess because we're talking cbd dog treats now is that for like pain relief or like what what are we uh well, focusing on for treatment it actually has a lot of benefits uh for our furry friends the cbd non-psychoactive parts of uh the cannabis plant have been used for a lot of different symptoms in humans but they can also be uh, used in treating animals as well because they have a lot of the same receptors. Okay. Just for example, if uh, a dog has uh, cancer pain, that's one thing that can definitely help. It helps with appetite and nausea and stuff like that. It's also anti-inflammatory. can help with arthritis, anxiety. It can even stop seizures, as we've seen in some children that have been prescribed CBD oils. Uh, appetite's a big thing that it can help and even aggressive behavior which I, I didn't I never really considered yeah when you brought that up to me I really had no idea that CBD oil could actually take away from aggression actually like it just I guess it makes sense because it promotes a healthier uh, mentality well that and, and a and lot people. of times if dogs are aggressive that there's some sort of underlying thing so maybe there's arthritis pain or there's some sort of inflammation that's going on that keep keeps them on edge because they can't be comfortable true yeah yeah i mean 
you never know, really. I mean, dogs can't talk. We can do our best to evaluate the medical right incidents that are going on, but shit. Try and help our furry friends as best we can. One of the uh, companies is called Bark Avenue Treats, and they're a company that has entered the CBD pet product world. They're out of Denver. And I, I've started to see some of these... Uh, popping up in dispensaries where it's like a, a little like dog treat that has a couple of milligrams you know in there to help with any of these symptoms that we had listed before yeah i'm down with it the holistic man I, i'd love to find out more about like the benefits of cbd oil in in pets because a lot of times it's I, it's like the same with humans you know it's you're better off with like something like uh, marijuana or like even a CBD oil to help some to help like your problems because if you take a pill you end up with like five more problems yeah the side effects can really be a bitch with uh, prescription medicines right a lot of the so, time worse than the actual fucking thing you're treating in the first place yeah seriously so it's interesting to see that this could also end up helping our furry friends yeah I'm glad to see that they're actually stepping in that direction too as well on top of like we're getting more advancements in human tests let alone we're finding out it can do good for our fucking pets too yeah right and this one concentrates specifically on dogs i'm wondering if cats are affected at all by cbd if that's if they have the can get the same yeah. benefits out of it yeah more scientific studies into how their receptors work yeah we'll have to First off, keep right. an eye out for that kind of stuff uh we'll, we'll always post our weed articles up on the facebook page on mondays so be sure to head over there if you're interested to find out more about cbd dog treats in our next story, we're going to do an update. We have an update on a story we covered in the last episode, which was the Mad Pooper. Now, <laughs> in case you don't remember what the Mad Pooper news story was, a lady had been caught on multiple occasions in Colorado Springs. During her running routine in the morning, she would uh, stop and take a shit in this family's yard. And the kids had seen it. It was a whole nightmare. So this mom's getting pissed. Public poop. Anyway, they couldn't identify the woman, but now a spokesperson, a family representative, has come out to say it's not the Colorado jogger's fault at all that she's pooping on people's lawns. She oh, shuff- she suffered a traumatic brain injury, and now she cannot control where she does her business, apparently. Hmm. <clears throat> That's interesting. It's interesting. He's saying that <laughs> defecating in someone's yard is is uh, protected under the First Amendment right. Oh. The same way that breastfeeding is. Oh, I do not know about that. Uh, I'd say a a couple of people that have gotten indecent exposure for taking a piss on the side of a wall of a bar or something would, you know, have some, would disagree. (laughs) That's exactly what criminal defense attorney Jeremy Lowe had stepped out to say. He said defecating in someone's yard is definitely not protected under the First Amendment, (laughs) and it's actually a crime. The woman can actually be charged with indecent exposure, which might land her on the sex offender registry. <laughs> Seriously, like, there were kids there that witnessed this. They were the ones that were Especially, like, hey, there's someone pooping in our yard. Yeah, yeah, and he's just, he's, like, just blown away that he would actually make the claim that public defecation is close to public breastfeeding. <laughs> yeah, that's that's absolutely insane. And the where would that fall under the... I don't think the breastfeeding thing even falls under the First Amendment. That doesn't sound... Like it's. I'm not sure. It might. You know. I'm. I. I know. There's been a ton of cases in the last decade. You know, for for well, public and, breastfeeding. And you know, I'm. I'm completely for that. You. You know, you gotta feed your kid or whatever. But um, I don't think it's 
necessarily free a free speech issue. Either way, I'm definitely ruling out taking a shit in someone's lawn. I'm calling it. <laughs> well, and what confused me about this is the fact that we determined last time it's not like she's some crazy lady running around in a garbage bag. Like she had like running shoes, a sports bra, and like you know some leggings on. So clearly, she's yeah. well enough to understand what kind of attire she needs for this jog slash shit. But yeah, like, she's not well enough to not take the crap in someone's yard. That doesn't... I don't know. Yo. It seems like a very specific <laughs> part of a brain injury. I don't know. I feel like she needs to stay her ass at her house with like a treadmill or an elliptical and a bag to shit in tied to her ass if that's what's going to happen. Because this is ridiculous. You yeah. can't go around just fucking doing lewd fucking things in people's yards. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah, that's absolutely insane. It's not protected by the First Amendment whatsoever. I mean, I'm no lawyer, but I did I did call that where, about the indecent exposure. That sounded exactly like what it was where it would have been headed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anytime you see private parts like that, you can definitely get in trouble. I mean, people get caught having sex and get put on a sex offender list. Why wouldn't somebody take in a shit right on your front lawn? <laughs> well, I don't know if that's... Maybe we need a shit offender list. Shit offender? Like, this person know, poops wherever they want. You gotta, oh, gotta warn your neighbors. Oh, God. Yeah, well, our, uh, our next story is also butt-related. Because we ended up with a, a guy... <laughs> another guy shitting gold. We've, we've kind of covered this on the show before. Uh, a, a popular way to smuggle gold through customs is apparently up your butt. And yes. that way you Remember don't have the to gentleman that's... have the taxes or whatever it may be that they're trying to avoid. Yeah, 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 by, like, yeah, transporting this like, ma- this metal. Uh, <laughs> Sri Lankan Customs found that this guy had two pounds of gold up his butt. And they said he was very oh. easy to spot. He, oh, yeah? He was looking around very suspiciously, and he, had, he was having suspicious moments. And... The uh, Sri Lankan customs, they're, they're kind of used to this. They're saying that this is a common method of smuggling. They aren't... He's not the first man to walk through with some gold in his butt. <laughs> so they... <laughs> he won't be the last. So they know... Yeah, no, definitely not. And they, they know how to spot this kind of thing. It's uh, the guy who's sitting with his leg up, you know, sitting on the side of his leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining him, like, walking around holding his ass. Like, oh, is, is the flight here yet? It's like, sir, the bathroom's over there if you need it. He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to hold this. He was what car- are you trying to hold? He was carrying 904.77 grams of gold, which was worth almost $30,000. And that was all confiscated. And he was freed after paying a $1,500 fine, it seems like. I think it was funny how it was all just necklaces and shit. It wasn't even like gold coins or little bars. Yeah, it was I was just thinking, like fucking jewelry. Whenever I think gold, gold up the butt, I think like bar shaped because you know that would probably like you, you see a gold bar in like cartoons and shit. But uh, yeah, this yeah. was like gold chains. Like he was uh, headed to like a, a rap auction or something. <laughs> he had the, these chains like in some sort of paper and then in like a plastic. Uh, bag that he then put right up there and tried to get through customs. They're they're yeah, looking for gold in bags. people's butts. They're mm. they're going for it. They're digging around in there and finding it because this well, is. Well, you're their... more likely to find gold in a person's butt than in the ground these days. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's it. Mining has changed over the years. That's for sure. 
So he got he, he's uh he's not getting disciplined too much then, huh? No, they they let him go. I mean, I guess they get to keep the gold. It's kind of a bittersweet <laughs> thing because it's not like you can That's, appreciate damn. it. You know, it's been in someone's yeah, butt. Yeah, true. True. Maybe they should have taken the approach that the gentleman in our next story took for discipline. You know, because what we have here is a gym teacher in Fresno, California, had some some kids giving him trouble in his class. Okay. So you know what he did? He used his environment to discipline these kids. And he looked around. He found a jump rope. That's oh when he God. decided he was going to choke these sons of bitches. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities arrived at Her Herndon Barstow Elementary after reports had been received that students had been injured with jump ropes. <laughs> now, Sounds like it. When, when they showed up, they found multiple students... With red marks on their necks and shoulders due to the ropes. And they had said that their gym teacher, 64-year-old Peter Samhammer, Samhammer is right, <laughs> had attempted to punish students by choking them with a jump rope, slightly tightening it, and then releasing it. <laughs> this guy's a fucking monster. How did he become a teacher? He's like, you gotta do a fucking lap. Now we'll go run. Go run. I can't breathe. He's tired. I don't give a fuck. Tying these kids up like fucking animals. Yeah, man. He's being he was arrested and he's charged with four counts of child abuse. So fucking, so it's safe to assume uh, that he did this to at least four children. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did it to four children and their ages were nine to eleven. Was this guy like a substitute? Like how or did he just snap one day, you think? He just snapped, man. He's on he's on official administrative leave so far, but I'm sure he's gonna be fucking fired. I mean, you can't physically use these kids, especially in, in California, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> this might fly say, in the middle of the states or down south, but not in Cali. Well, I was gonna say, anywhere, like, parents are gonna get pissed. Like, you can't fucking do that. You, it's not like... Kids? It's not like back when, uh, in the day or whatever, when nuns would slap your hands with rulers or whatever it is, and you'd get away with it. Shit, yeah. Physical, like, yeah, just public education. Like, you could get your ass whooped by a teacher. This guy's taking the fucking polyester jump rope and making a fucking hangman's noose, trying to get these kids to do what he wants. He's got this smug look on his face in his mugshot, too. Like, he doesn't even, like, have any remorse. He's like, these little fucks. You know what it's like teaching these assholes for 30 years? You have no fucking clue the shit I've seen. It's the cell phones. The, The older teachers don't know how to handle the kids with the cell phones these days. What is this book face? Fucking ends up choking, pulling a MacGyver and using the fucking jump ropes to wrangle these kids. Uh, That's horrible, just man. imagine him, like, carrying them on his back, choking them by their neck, like, walking around, like, this Jesus. is what happens when you use your phone during gym. <laughs> man, it's, it, I just don't know what his explanation could be for, like, doing this to these kids. It's, it's like I say, he's a fucking monster. You, you were actually right, though. He, I, I did look, and it's very, like, it's just noted that the school's covering their ass saying that he is a temporary employee. Yep. He's not I knew it. a full-time employee. Because that's you're like, right. you, that is day one shit. Like, if you're that crazy, you do that shit day one. Like, that's, it's yeah. like, like, you know, that... two week, that's two weeks in. That's not like 20 years in. But yeah, there's there's irresponsible teachers out there whip, whipping around fucking jump ropes and throwing dodgeballs at kids and shit. I'm, I'm very surprised that none of these kids ended up like, getting hurt seriously yeah they're lucky fucking getting hung by the gym teacher 
fucking whipping around uh, jump ropes like that, you're likely to lose an eye. You gotta be careful, man. You could lose an eye with a fucking plastic bit. And then you end up like the guy in our next story. He he lost his <laughs> eye twice. Same eye. Uh, how the fuck do you lose the same eye twice? <laughs> now, let me explain. He is a surfer who lost his eye in a uh, an accident at work. There was some sort of uh, mechanical thing that happened. So he lost his eye a while oh. ago, but he's a surfer. And in D- Daytona Beach, Florida, he's surfing... Looking down the, uh, well, with one eye, looking down the tunnel of the wave, and he's about to shoot out of the, of like the crest of the wave when he gets hit off of his surfboard. And you know what else comes flying out when he gets hit? His prosthetic eye. So he, <laughs> he lost his eye at work, and then he lost his eye during doing one of his hobbies. And his wife is asking people to keep an eye out for it at this Daytona Beach. In Florida. <laughs> oh, how fucked up would that be to find an eye on the beach? Yeah, it would scare the crap out of me. I'd be like, where's the rest of this, dude? You wipe off the sand, and then it's just a fucking eye peering at you. You're like, what the fuck? I was also thinking, like, I know that generally the, like, uh, with a prosthetic eye, it'd be, like, painted on or something like that. So, like, it, is it going to get polished off? Is it just going to be, like, a white, like, rock? Eventually, if it's left there long enough, with the waves rolling yeah. over it and like the sand sort of being abrasive and like scraping it down. I, I mean, are they glass? Are they like a hard plastic, or are they soft for comfort? I think it's it's kind of like a it's a harder substance, I would think. Huh. It almost looks like glass. I don't think it's like squishy necessarily. Okay, I would have figured they would have put something like squishy, like a bouncy ball with a gloss coating. <laughs> Now this this guy he you know he lost his eye. They started a, a Kickstarter or like a crowdfunding type of thing, uh, trying to get the. It's eighteen hundred bucks for a prosthetic eye. Damn, that's yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's a decent amount. So that it's not it's not an inexpensive thing to lose, but it's somewhere on this beach. There there's this eye, and they're they're hoping someone will find it and maybe you know get it back to them. Yeah, man. Fucking hopefully. Damn, with how expensive that is, that's a... Damn, that's like losing a fucking Mac or something, like a fucking brand new computer. Yeah, and <laughs> you don't want to fucking lose an eye and then have it, like, terrify and horrify some child who ends up finding it on the beach. <laughs> oh, mom's just like, what are you playing with there? And he's got a fucking eyeball. You're right. Oh, man, the parents <laughs> would be like, where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> oh, my oh. God. It's just body parts floating around Daytona. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Cops have been combing the beach for three days. All they found was a single eyeball. But, I mean, this is coming out of Florida, so you could have, like, tons of eyes on the beach. You'd never know which one was, like, which one was which. Crazy shit goes down there. Just washing yeah, in from Flor- what the Gators Floridians didn't eat. are crazy, man. They bring us the best news. Yeah, we do get some really good stuff out of Florida. That's We do. Sure. We do. I hope this guy finds his eye. That's all I can say. He needs... Yeah, man. He needs a good person to go out there and... Find, find this prosthetic guy. And in our next story, police in Montana say a man told friends he needed help moving. Got him to help him out. But the thing they didn't know is they were helping him move shit from some dude's house to his possession. <laughs> and they ended up stealing about $40,000 worth of items from some dude's house. So is this bur- <laughs> this is a burglary? Is it- oh, yeah. This is, this is a dude got two friends to help him. One of the friends rented a U-Haul to help him. <laughs> 
and <laughs> and fucking they went to this dude's house. One of the one of his friends noticed that he saw military medals like on the wall and shit, and he's like, "Huh, I know that Patrick didn't serve the fucking military, so he left." <laughs> Some of these things aren't adding up. He's putting a lot of dresses in there. I've never seen him with a woman. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Later on the night, the guy came home and found that his house had been robbed, and he calls the police. So they, they trace it all back. They get the dude with the U-Haul. He's been and then they fucking and He's like, I had no idea. My friend's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they give him up right away. Joseph Adams Jr., a 36-year-old, was arrested. And uh, he could face up to 30 years in prison and $100,000 in fines now from his little scam. <laughs> Thought it was the perfect crime. Just keep everyone out of the loop as to what they're doing. It's like, here, when we go in the bank, just put on these clown masks and hold this gun. Yeah, fucking, they didn't notice all the photos with different people and shit, like, on the wall. (laughs) You know, it's like, who's this guy? That's that's my uh, uncle. (laughs) I was gonna say, it's not entirely, like, if he was like, oh, you know, I got this house in in a will... Uh, the like my great uncle died and you know I'm supposed to come clean it out. You guys want to help me out? That I would believe that. That'd oh, be yeah. reasonable enough that I would believe it. Well, the problem that he did was he just said he needed help moving his shit. Uh, yeah, see, see, that would have been smart if he cover. was like, yeah, my uncle died or you know my grandfather died or something like that and cover it up. Yeah. But this guy just said, no, I need help moving, guys. You want to come help me? He's like, they must have been friends that didn't know where he lived or some shit. Well, see, you can still roll it off and when they're like, hey, I know you didn't serve, so, like, what's up with these medals? And he's like, no, no, I know, they're not my medals. It's my it's my shit now because of the will, you know? Like, it, it was all willed to me. And then it would have been, like, see, smooth right over. See, that's the mindset. That's why you're not a criminal, because you think clearly. <laughs> this guy was point. just a dipshit who was like, I need to get this shit to my house. <laughs> I'm just going to tell him that I'm moving. You're thinking way ahead of it. This guy does not have the IQ that you have. That's he, the problem here. He was he was halfway there. I'll give him half of it because it wasn't it wasn't quite uh, w- like entirely thought out. Half of it. Yeah, I mean, he was just being selfish. He's like, I, how do I steal this shit without having to move all of it by myself? He's being a dick. Yeah, it's total that's total <laughs> dick move. It's just like, how do I how do I rob this but not have to do it all on my own? I know I'll con There's people into moving shit the here. shit for me. <laughs> Damn, he's well, almost a mastermind. Bucks. He could, I mean, he's got some really bright ideas here, but again, he failed with the simple thing that could have covered him of being like, Yeah, you gotta, you gotta wrap help that, moving my, you gotta wrap that idea up in a nice little bow. He left it all just like untied. Yeah, man. And then the whole fucking thing became untied and big mess. Now oh, he's man. gonna get. 30 years, man. Jeez, 30 years 30 is a years. long time. That is going to come out time. 66. It, or maybe less for good, good behavior, right? Isn't that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he can Depends trick on one of the guards. Of and he's like, can you move like me out of this cell like to like somewhere outside the gates? I'm supposed to be outside of this <laughs> area. And they'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll help you move. Yeah, man, let me just get, get uh, another garden here. We'll, we'll get this going. So we de- we determined this guy is uh, pulling some dick moves on his friends. They they could have gotten in trouble, almost. He's a he's a real dick. Yeah, and we're we're keeping talking about dicks into our next uh, <laughs> uh, article here. We're headed over to Bangkok, where cream-filled penis waffles are all the rage. 
and some people are oh. getting pretty pissed over the photos that are coming out of it. Oh man, dick now, waffles. Now th they didn't originate in uh, in Thailand, but they actually originated in Taiwan. The uh, I think it's like an island off of China, and um, they I guess it's kind of started to get big in Thailand. So everyone's, okay. you know, gotta gotta get the foodie pictures up on Instagram, and people are getting quite graphic with these dick-shaped waffles. Yeah, the few that I saw were just fucking gross, <laughs> and it was mainly dudes. That was the funny part. Uh, there's there's a uh, yeah there's a decent like layout of like men to women in in a bunch of these pictures. The one up top is a very graphic one of a male going at that dick waffle. <laughs> And yeah, dude, it, it's really upsetting some people in Thailand who are saying, you know, we have a conservative culture. This isn't really appropriate for street vendors to be selling dick-shaped waffles. But it, it's, I don't know, it's novelty. That's that's how it goes. If it tastes good. Should I be saying that? Yes. If it, if it tastes but, I mean, good, then that's what matters. What if somebody had a delicious dick? That's, <laughs> I mean... Like would as you long eat as that? <laughs> yeah, as long as you're satisfied at the end of it. I don't know, man. There's a lot. Barbecue there's a lot of pitfalls. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pratfalls oh. in talking about these dick-shaped waffles. Now, what you, if dick was the most delicious meat in the world? It, it very well could be. I don't know if I'll ever find <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> but again, uh, the the stand that makes them, you know, is doing really, really well because, like, customers are taking videos of it and it's a really funny sort of, like, novelty thing. So, you know, it's business. It's, that's what it is. If you if people want dick-shaped things, you give them dick-shaped things. That's how it goes. You, you gotta give the people what they want. If now they you want can, dicks, you, you can, fucking deliver them buckets of dicks. <laughs> buckets of dicks. Bags of dicks. Just tons of bags of dicks. So, you can get it cream-filled or filled with uh, cheese or sausage. Ew, cheese-filled dick seems like you need to get tested. <laughs> it's like, why is yours <laughs> yellow? Ugh. So, uh, if, if you're in Thailand, uh, going around Bangkok, get a, get a dick waffle while you're there. Why not? Give, Check it out. Give it a whirl. You only live once. Experiment, yeah. people. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Hell yeah, get out there. Fucking see the dick waffles. There's also tons of things to see in Thailand, including monkeys. Monkeys They'll steal your dick waffle. They got to watch out. They got macaque monkeys. It all wraps around dicks in Thailand. Dicks to in Bangkok. Macaques in Bangkok. It's all coming together. I got my wall with strings. They're all connected. It's all about the dicks. It's all about the dicks, man. Dick you got theory. dicks for comes days coming bangers. out of Thailand. Hashtag, who drew the dicks? Hashtag, who drew the dicks? If you haven't watched American, American Vandal. Vandal yet, get on that shit. Get on it. Get on it. Back to the monkeys. We got monkeys in Ohio, and this is becoming a problem, people. What? In our next story, Ohio residents are saying they have monkeys on the loose in their neighborhood, and they are not crazy. They swear it's happening, and they're not seeing things. Because at first, the reports that they were giving, police were like, there's no way there's a fucking monkey. There's no fucking way. Well, that's like, uh, I remember there was one story where people were reporting like a, uh, a lion, but it was like a dog with a lion haircut, so they probably thought it would be shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, you guys are fucking silly. It's no monkey. It's a cat up in a tree. Shut up. Yeah, You're drunk. Right. Get off the phone with me. Well, one resident actually caught monkeys in the tree outside of her house. She lived in an uh, apartment complex, actually, and her neighbor was blaring some music. She comes out to her patio, looks up in the tree, and sees monkeys dancing. <laughs> and she actually nice. caught a couple photos of the fuckers, too, which was 
what I needed for proof because I didn't believe this at first either. I, I watched the whole news story and everything. Apparently, they're not doing anything really to catch these fucking monkeys. I don't, I don't get what the issue is. This news story's been going on for a few weeks now. And still, no fucking mention of Animal Control trying to rodeo up these fucking monkeys that are just <laughs> running around Ohio. Apparently, they haven't been spotted for a few weeks, but the motherfuckers are heard in the trees making all kinds of ruckus. See, that's terrifying. It's like you don't see them, but you hear them. You know they're you up there. Talking shit. Yeah, Capuchins in Columbus and Cleveland. Now, funny thing is, they, they do kind of look like macaque monkeys from the picture, but I really can't. It's kind of blurry. They haven't. Uh-huh. They haven't like uh, identified what type they are. They haven't identified technically. I'm just doing like my own like identification here on like the photos that I've seen. We and got, uh, we got apparently in Toledo. Thinking, thank God they're not fucking like chimps or baboons. Cause like <laughs> fuck no, chimps will just rip you apart. You're fucking everything around the area. Baboons are vicious fucking, too. They're, man. They're, they're the little funny types of monkeys. They're like causing ruckus, you know? You said they might be macaques. Are they Japanese macaques or Reese's macaques? I don't know. I didn't hear an accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> residents are suspecting if these monkeys were pets ah, at some point. Yeah, it was hilarious. Ah! <laughs> you like that, right? <laughs> residents suspect these monkeys were pets at some point, and they probably just became too much... The dancer was too much for their owner. He's like, you're killing me. You're killing me. And then he just had to let him go. They, I'm assuming that, you know, someone had him. It's ripping up the house. It's it's time. It's like when if you, if people have tigers or lions, <laughs> they get too big. You just got to let them into the wild. <laughs> I was just thinking of like when your kids get old and they got to go off to college and shit. It's like, <laughs> got a tear in the eye. Leave it's the, time. Leave you go back nest. to the wild. Go do back monkeys, to the wild, but, George. Do monkeys make nests? What do they make? I don't know if they they gotta make nests. I mean, they they stay in the trees to avoid predators. They got they gotta fly they, from the nest. <laughs> These man, little monkeys. Yep. These little monkeys. Be free, monkey. Be well, free. If you guys see vervets in Akron or some uh, squirrel monkeys in Dayton, let us know. We're keeping an eye out on all the cities and monkeys in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. All you have we to do is reports. call one eight hundred Monkey Watch and report your sighting. <laughs> Tell us if the uh, if if you've been assaulted or if you've seen monkeys dancing. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, wrapping up our news of the week. We normally do a funny clip, but this time around, not this time. We're not get, this time. We're getting creepy and spooky here for for October and Halloween. And this time around, we're gonna be we're trying to find some uh, compelling paranormal footage to share with you guys up on the Facebook post. Hell yeah, and I think uh, this one achieves that. I was going to say, what's what's your take on uh, ghost surveillance videos? How, how, I, how believing uh, are 99.5%, I believe, are fake. It's I've seen some out there that are sort of uh, a little too... They're either underwhelming or way too over the top. Yeah, and advancements in editing, I mean... We can make anything these days look real, so it's like just anybody with a fucking computer and a simple video editing program yeah, can really fuck around, you know? And it's easy to, like, kind of dismiss stuff and be very critical, especially in, like, the days of the internet where now we can just, like, freeze frame on every frame if we want and actually analyze what's going on. This yeah. one, it's uh, sort of like a video, a surveillance video of a back storeroom. And it, I, I want to say there's, like, a bottle cap flying around or something. It looks like they have a lot of, like, beverages stocked in here. And eventually, uh, some boxes start moving, and 
some beer like falls over out of nowhere who knows it could have been set there kind of weird or something i don't know it's it's kind of compelling there's there's an orb flying around it's kind of weird yeah yeah if, to me it looks like a bottle cap flying around or something i can't really tell i i, I think it's supposed to be an orb you know like you know what's when a you take photos creepier. you get those orbs in the beginning of the video there's a reflection of someone in the uh television that they're filming the surveillance for the reflection's almost creepier than the video itself i can't even tell what i'm looking at <laughs> it looks like some Should guy with like a weird fucking face and a, a burned head or something but it's probably just a reflection <laughs> Yeah, the true scary element of it is it's a ghost watching the footage. Right? That's the, the whole twist behind it. So we're going to be putting this uh, this video up on our Facebook page. Tell us what you think. We, we want to know what, what you guys think. If it's it, just fake in all caps. Real fake. Or what's behind it. If what the fuck's like, going on? I here? can see a string. Anything that we didn't see. But we'll post this ghost yeah. video up. And we're going to try and find some uh, more interesting stuff throughout the month to be. Hell yeah. Kind of analyzing Keep and seeing if it's it up. scary enough or real enough for you. Hell yeah. Fucking October. Woo! Let's get into some scary fucking movies. So the movie that I'm suggesting is the 1982 classic, The Thing. If you're Ooh. unfamiliar with this movie, what rock have you been fucking living under? Because Fuck it's yeah. one of the best horror movies, I, I say, out of uh, John Carpenter's collection. Without a doubt. And especially for how old it is, holding up like it does. Yeah, absolutely. It, and, you know, the thing that really pulls me in about this movie is the fact that it's like a sort of like a creature feature in a way with like the the alien type of vibe to it. So it, it's got and those are probably my two favorites when it comes to uh, horror or like scary type of movies having like the weird body creatures and like alien aspect of it I, I really enjoy it now the premise of the movie if you're unfamiliar with it is a research facility in antarctica comes across an alien force that can become anything it touches with 100 percent accuracy so you never know who the alien is or where it is the members must now find out who's human and who's not before it's too late ah hence the thing because you don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, and it, what a great name for a uh, for a creature. Very simple. Hell yeah, man. It's yeah, not this, yeah, it really was a really don't, weird fucking movie too, man. It's scary. Don't confuse it with the swamp thing. <laughs> ah, nowhere near the same league. It, it uh, like you said, it's super fucking scary in terms of uh, the the visual effects in it. Kurt Russell's in it, and Wilford Brimley. Can never go wrong. Dude, fucking Bone Tomahawk. Kurt Russell was killer in that, too. Yep. I love Kurt Russell. He's such a fucking good actor. Yeah, Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, T.K. Carter, David Clennon, uh, uh, Keith David, Richard Dysart, and the list goes on. There's there's a lot of good, uh, not big, really, but good actors in here besides Kurt Russell. Yeah, a solid cast. Yeah. It got an 8.2 on IMDb and an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 92%. That's crazy. It's it's not a Halloween movie per se, but per it's se, yeah. It's definitely one of those like creepy. It's gory. It's definitely like gory and there's oh, like, yeah. There's a lot of blood. There's like heads that rip themselves off of bodies and then like chase people. 
it's it's such a good creature feature and john carpenter of you know a lot of halloween other great movies i mean (laughs) there's halloween there's a escape from la escape from new york they live i think he also did i'm I'm going through his Escape from la oh my god another kurt russell all the all the halloween films big trouble in little china which that one sort of reminds me of some of the uh uh like effects like the actual special effects because this is before cgi so this is when they actually like had to create these effects on on like camera which i really appreciate yeah uh, yeah it's yeah it's definitely a lot tougher than adding cgi so if you've only lived with like cgi horror movies you might find this a little bit on the cheesier side but i i fucking love it it's it's one one if, if not my favorite uh horror movie yeah, yeah, it's definitely in the top ten of all time, without a doubt. And, and they it's... they made a uh, two thousand something version of it more recently. I want to say like oh six, they made the thing. Uh, I did not watch that one, uh, not purposefully. I just like I encountered it today as I was doing my research, and I I don't know. I would say watch the original. Well, actually, and you that that's the funny thing. Uh, the thing from 1982 is technically not the original either. Really? That's yeah. not the original, the 82? No, there's one even before that in, I want to say, the 50s or something? Uh, 1951, I believe. The thing from another world? Is that the right one? So yeah, it looks like the thing from another world uh, from 1951. is It has basically the same plot. So I'm guessing that they kind of reworked it to make the thing from 1982. But either way, see the see the John Carpenter movie, the thing, uh, the 1982 version, not the not the 1951 version, not the uh, 2006 version or whatever it is. This is the one that you want to watch. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, ask any horror buff. That's like fucking gonna be in their top five without a doubt. The movie I'm gonna bring to you, you most likely haven't heard. Of. I'm going to talk about Willow Creek. Now, Willow Creek is an independent film that was shot in 2013, and it is uh, in the found footage style of of uh, films. So that's pretty cool. You know, I it's like directed towards like Blair Witch. You know, it's kind of like that type deal. But uh, I like the delivery of this film a lot better than the Blair Witch. It's uh it's a Bigfoot movie, so I mean, it's it's you got to have like a interest in it, I guess. But the way it's shot is very well done, and uh, it's done by Bobcat Goldthwait, which you might know him. Uh, he was Zed in the Police Academy series. He's a He's voice actor, a, actor, a fucking comedian. stand-up comedian, yeah. uh, director. I mean, you name it. He's done it, and I'm sure you've seen him in a lot more than you think you've seen him in. He's been in everything from Beavis and Butthead to ER, Tales from the Crypt, Married with Children. He's made appearances on everything, and he's actually directed a ton of things, including like episodes of the Chappelle Show, uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Okay. A lot of shit, man. He's he's a busy dude, and uh, Willow Creek he really delivered with his own like idea of what horror should be, and especially in uh, a found footage. Now the whole film takes place in Humboldt County, um, close to where. The Patterson Gimlin footage is shot, like uh, that that iconic Bigfoot footage of the guy in the woods, like on a creek, where the Bigfoot's doing that weird stride, and 
It's the number one Bigfoot like footage you'll see like if you oh, look yeah. into the fucking internet about this shit. So basically, it all starts out with a couple, and the guy is really into Bigfoot mythology, and he's like trying to get his own footage of Bigfoot. So they decide they're gonna go to Willow Creek, which is the area in Humboldt County that is like the number one Bigfoot sighting area of the world. There's Bigfoot museums, everything's Bigfoot themed. It's kind of weird. And uh, he's cracking jokes the whole time, you know, because he, he doesn't expect Bigfoot to be real even, but he, he still has like a passion for it and wants to see anyway. So they're like talking to locals and locals are warning him to stay out of the woods and shit. And uh, it's a slow start, I'll give it that. It um, has a similar feel to the Blair Witch where they're going around investigating at first. Okay. And then the shit starts happening when they get into the woods actually. And uh, it's just got a really weird take on what Bigfoot is. And I really like that. And you don't see Bigfoot a lot. They do it right. There's not okay. a lot of shitty animations or anything like that. It's just more of the uh, element of, like, just scariness. Like, you don't know what's out there. You know, you have to put two and two together to realize it is Bigfoot, kind of. And I really like the like the build-up of the horror. Like, when they're actually out there in the last half of the, the movie, when they're in the woods... How they actually start instigating the actual horror moments is really well done. That's my okay. favorite part about the film. It's like a slow build up and then you're just like actually like if you watch this film alone at night, you'll definitely be like creeped out. Okay. And that's what I liked. That's what I liked about it. Especially with like Bigfoot. You know, there's not a ton of Bigfoot movies out there. That's you what got I like was Boggy just Creek from the seventies. But other than that, other than like the Boggy Creek series, they had a weak reboot back in two thousand like eight or something too. But uh, other than that, there's really no Bigfoot horror movies, which you f I feel like there should be more. It's an easy subject to talk about when we're making these monsters up out of thin air, like Alien or Jason, you know, a slasher, whatever. Right. It's like, this is actually something that might possibly, just possibly, could be real or have, could have been real in the past. Right. It's interesting how many uh, similar legends there are about, like, large hairy creatures that are humanoid looking yeah, uh, throughout it could be gigantic the world, Pythico or whatever. Yep. You know, like uh, that that huge ape that we like, recently discovered in the last twenty years. Yeah, in the last twenty years, we discovered there was a large, large ape that stood about like eight to nine feet tall. And I mean, technically, it could be like a relative of that, but I mean, fuck, who knows? It's uh, it's no a cool idea because, like you said, not many horror movies out there, not many Bigfoot movies out there in general, unless it's like documentaries of people looking for it which is which we all know how that goes it's yes. always a bunch of rednecks in the woods drinking fucking beer. what's that noise what's that fucking noise that was a monkey man see i heard it over there <laughs> so that's that's a cool concept i'm i'm surprised that it hasn't been uh kind of approached before in terms yeah. of horror movies yeah exactly and uh i'd never heard of know, like, boggy creek series either Oh, I did. I loved uh, the Boggy Creek series when I was a kid. I actually like had all the VHSs of them. They were oh, hard wow. to track down on eBay. It was weird. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. It was a really cool movie. It's dated, so you got to go into that one really expecting to deal with some outdated technology. But uh, the way that uh, Willow Creek is is as modern as it gets. They do the, the perfect approach, which generally is avoid CGI and show less of the monster to get more of the... Uh, the build-up, the more of the like the horror aspect right. of it. Because sometimes the suspense can be more terrifying than the actual thing you you think you're afraid of. Yeah, yeah, and you know you hear a lot of audio, you know a lot of unseen 
interactions is what builds up this movie. Okay. Again. And cool. uh, yeah, yeah. I just I can't recommend this film enough. I actually have this movie poster in my house because I love this film so much. Like, is it the one the red one with time. the that looks like a Bigfoot print? Yeah, yeah, with the Bigfoot like changing like, a, like evolution down to man. Yeah, yeah, it's really wicked. Um, I love I love everything about this movie. Fucking check out Willow Creek. 2013, it's rated 86% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, that gives you the idea. It's pretty, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. IMDb lowballed him, hit him with a 5.1. I was kind of disappointed that. with that. I was kind of confused. I was like, why is it 86 yeah. on the tomato meter, but then a 5? I, I feel like because IMDb is coming from a true film critic, whereas Rotten Tomatoes is coming from a lot of user reviews. True. I'm assuming. That, that would so make like, sense. Uh, you know, a lot of people like just appreciate the values of this movie. For the limited Bigfoot audience, or it's, I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's it's good. It's definitely one to give uh, give a whirl. Hell yeah! It's different than your normal horror film. So we hope you guys will enjoy checking out Willow Creek and The Thing. If you haven't seen those before, get on them. Tell us what you think on the Facebook page. Now we're moving on to what we call the Wheel of Death. Now normally we have oh the, yeah we normally have the Wheel of Weird here, and we will spin it on a person place or thing and whatever it lands on we kind of talk about and we pull our our content from the wiki unusual page this time around it's going to be specifically about wiki unusual deaths so no person place or thing these are all people who have died in odd ways and you're going to find out about one of them now let's spin this motherfucking wheel And we're almost there. We are on Richard Dick Wertheim. Richard Dick Wertheim. Now, he is the most um, recent of the uh, people that we had chose uh, to spin on. He he died in... He was born in 1923 and died September 15, 1983. He was an American tennis linesman which is like uh, an official for tennis, like a ref. And he suffered a fatal injury on September 10th during a match at the 1983 U.S. Open. The injury occurred after Stefan Edberg sent a serve directly at his groin. He had been sitting in a chair and officiating at the center line when the blow knocked him backwards. He fell out of the chair onto the hardcourt surface, striking his head. He was rushed off to Flushing Hospital in and Medical Center, and he died five days later. Uh, his family sued the Tennis Association for $2.25 million. Man, taken out by a shot to the dick. Yeah, sure. Well, it, just, it was the it was the hit to the head that got him. But what's uh, it all started with the shot to the dick, though, man. I but mean, it's, we're circling I, I'm, back I'm, to dicks. Yeah, on the I'm show. really thinking it's this <laughs> Stefan Edberg guy that kind of did him in. The one who actually served the ball at his dick. I mean, was there motive there? Did he really dislike Richard Dick Wortham? And, yeah, that's also a kind of uh, bit of a tongue-in-cheek thing. It's like your nickname's Dick. You get hit in the dick, and then you die. But it's just very True. odd that he uh, was hit, fell back, boom, hit his head. Like, that's a, that's the deadliest nut shot that I have ever heard of in my life. Well, I mean, those chairs, what do they stand? They're like 10 feet up in the air, right? That's what, I was, that's what I'm picturing, too, is one of those, like, kind of higher-ups uh, stands. And like a lifeguard stand. 
that that serve was not going where it was intended to go unless he intended it that's to a, hit him hit him in the groin. For a professional player, I feel like that's a quite the far shot. Like yeah. to, to hit that far off the court. It's, it seems like it was almost intentional. He just wanted to give him a hit in the dick, instead he took his life. So that's that's Dick Wertheim, the uh, the man who was killed by being struck in the dick and falling backwards. The last thing he remembered was feeling an excruciating pain in his sack, and then it was over. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a weird way to go, and I'm sure throughout the uh, rest of the month we're going to be finding even weirder ones. The two we didn't talk about, those those were fucking weird too. One thing we have learned is that any death, weird death before... Uh, like 1950 is usually due to some sort of infection. Yeah, yeah. You fucking get a cut on your toe, you're fucked. Yep. <laughs> you, you stub your toe, you're dead. You fucking mosquito <laughs> bite, you're dead. That's everything could kill you back then. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope we touch on some of these other ones we have selected because there's some fucking ridiculous ones. Oh, so, yeah, we were so going through saying. the archive here. <laughs> Absolutely. We we're possibly going to land on like the first guy to ever be killed by a robot. Or uh, people who laugh themselves to death. We got a whole bunch of them lined up for the rest of the month that are really out there. I think that about wraps up the show. If you're all still with us. Hopefully you are, because this is the most exciting part of the show. Check out our Facebook page, American Slacker Podcast, you'll find us. And newly added, we have a discussion group called American Slackers, where you can chime in and uh, put up any article you want and talk to other slackers. It's pretty cool. We've been having a fun time with it so far. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram at American Slacker Podcast. We're always putting up new graphics. You can check out. They'll make you laugh. we got a bunch of them. And don't forget to stop by the website. AmericanSlackerPodcast.com is where you'll find all the upcoming news about our episodes. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. We also put up all of our episodes and bonus content on YouTube. So head over there if, uh, if that's your preferred platform. Please rate and review us on iTunes and tell a friend about the show five stars or nothing that's what we want to see if you want to send us an email americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com we'll respond to you just be nice we don't like hitting us up with the hate mail we haven't, we haven't gotten any hate yet. mail we're trying to stick I know I, I, I had much. to say it <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't gotten any let's keep it that way people we love you don't love us back well as another gift of our love check out our Spotify playlist we have a ton of artists that we've covered on this show that will keep you happy and peppy through your day at work search american slacker podcast you'll be rocking out in no time and also we always like to ask if you'd like to help the show please head over to our patreon patreon.com slash american slacker podcast you can support the show there there's uh one tier you get all of the rewards for anything that you that you donate to the show and anything that you do give helps us out a lot and you'll get those awesome shout-outs like the great people at the top of the show that you heard. Also, any animators out there, please get in touch with us. We're trying to work on some uh, some short animation content to put out there, and we would like to hear from you and possibly pay you for your your uh, services. your services there. Yeah. So get in touch. That sounds with like us. prostitution, and we are not enticing you into any prostitution. Well, you're doing things with your body for money, so. I guess. It was pretty similar. Animating. It's touchy. I'm going to get out of here. Check out our personal Instagrams and Snapchats and Gamertags. Find me on Instagram at MWG Media. My Snapchat and Gamertag are G from HP. You can find me on all of those at Landers the Plane. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go.